Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Oh, yeah. You got a response. Well, I got a response. We got a response uh, from Victoria Fuller. Yeah. Victoria F. from The Bachelor wrote us back. She's not happy with us right now. What did it say? And was my response the right one? We'll talk about it here today on the show. Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. I am Steve Kramer. I'm glad you're here. Uh, So I started this podcast because when I was going through my divorce, my mom would send me these really motivational text messages. And I think that she's got words for you that can like change your life, especially with everything going on that's crazy right now. So I'm glad you're here. If you're brand new and if you're returning, I appreciate that as well. Maybe even more so. We start off every single show talking to my mom. Hi, mom. Hi, honey. All right, let's get into your quote for the day. Mom's been doing a quote the last couple of days to kind of get you pumped, get you motivated. What you got today? Okay. The quote for today is from Nelson Mandela. I learned that courage was not the absence of fear, but the triumph over it. The brave man is not he who does not feel afraid but he who conquers that fear. I don't even know anymore like what's being safe and what's being scared. Do you know what I mean? I saw a woman mm-hmm. who was, she had gloves on, which I think is is recommended. You wear gloves, don't you, when you go out? I do. And um, they, she had a, like a mask on, which I mean, okay. Uh, but she also had a hairnet on. I saw, I literally saw a guy the other day wearing, I, I don't know exactly what a gas mask looks like. It may not have been, but yes. I was like, geez, like that's that's like, that's like intense. Uh, I know yeah. everyone is like so scared right now, you know? So fearful of the unknown, right? We have to somehow learn to conquer the fear that we're in right now so that it doesn't paralyze us. I was for a couple of weeks. I mean, I would lay in bed mm-hmm. for the, probably the first week, that Wednesday, you know, everything got crazy. Yes. I laid in bed for like just like four days and I was consumed. I, I have my, I still do, but I don't let it control me as much. But I think one of the worst things that we're doing right now to embark, embark fear, sure, um, mm-hmm. is to have our notifications for CNN on. I didn't used to have them on for any of my news apps. And I... I turn them on when everything started going crazy because I feel like some reason, if I'm constantly getting notified of what's going on, I'm going to somehow be able to constantly make it better. But I feel like it just is in complete control of when I'm scared and when I'm not. <laughs> yes, and I think we have to learn to balance the news. You know, to yeah. listen to trusted sources and not to go to Dr. Google and go nuts. Um, listen to trusted sources, but I don't think we have to listen all day. I mean, really, I mean, yeah. I listen 30 minutes a day, usually on the evening news, and I, I feel like I'm getting what I need to know. I have right. the CNN notifications too, and most of the time the headline comes up, and unless it's something good, I don't open it. You know? <laughs> if it's bad, you just ignore it. <laughs> <laughs> I just You're ignore like it. Because that's, that's what happened to me. <laughs> that's what happened to me yesterday. Yeah. I watched so much of that stuff that it just paralyzed me. Yeah, it, it is. It's terrifying because we don't know where it's going. We don't know what it's doing. There is some good news now. I mean, some people are recovering, and now that they're sure. testing, you know, I mean, there's good news. But I think we have to remain hopeful. And just 
stay indoors and do the best we can until this this goes away and and God only knows when that is. I uh, did you go through the toilet paper craze? Did you go out and like stock up on toilet paper when everybody was going nuts? I did buy yeah. two twenty-five pack rolls or something. So <laughs> you did then. So I guess I did. My biggest downfall became one of my greatest strengths right now because I'm so bad at making grocery lists. I'm so bad. I never make grocery lists. So every time I go to the grocery store or go to Target or whatever, I'm always like, "Do I need?" And so luckily, I guess for me, I. I screwed up and not only did I think I didn't have toilet paper and then bought another giant pack, I did the same thing for paper towels. So I'm like stocked. I didn't realize I was going to need all this stuff. I got home and I'm like, damn it. I also, no joke. This is no joke. I have four bottles in like giant, like giant bottles of fabric softener because, (laughs) and and I only use fabric softener when I, um, when I, um, uh, wash when I clean my sheets. And so I, it's going to take me literally a year to probably get through all this fabric. off. Now these giant <laughs> bottles just sitting, cause I keep forgetting I have it. I already keep forgetting. So I told mom we would do, um, we do another mom's movie review on Monday. And I was trying to think of a movie that she could review that we might want to get mom's opinion on. Uh, and I told her the movie magic Mike. Now you've, you've never heard of magic Mike, right? That's correct. Uh, what do you think magic Mike is about? <laughs> Oh, probably some wrestler or something. Okay. Why don't you Google, why don't you Google Magic Mike and then read us like the synopsis of what you find. Okay. Is this Magic Mike the 2012 film or Magic Mike XXL 2015? It would be the cinematic classic original Magic Mike 2012. Okay. And if you like it good enough, you can always go back and watch the sequel. Oh, Okay. By day, Mike, Channing Tatum, makes ends meet any way he can, handyman jobs, detailing cars, or designing furniture. But nighttime is when Mike really gets to display his many talents. He's the hot headliner in an all-male review. Oh, my. Hmm. Okay. I'll try it. Will you watch it and tell us how many hearts you get? I will. I will. Okay, so mom's movie review of Magic Mike will happen on on Monday's show, and we, I'm yes. sure we all will look forward to that. <laughs> <laughs> all right, <laughs> any big plans for the weekend, or just like everybody else, sitting around doing nothing? Same old, same old. I know. Every okay. day's pretty much the same these days. I get it. All right. Well, I love you. I love you forever. Uh, something I want to share with you because. You know, again, I'm not, I'm no guru. I've just been through some sh- stuff before. And I, uh, I have had really bad anxiety. And I feel like I'm the guy that has tried every supplement, every medication, every meditation, every everything to try to calm that down. And I've been in therapy for, I've probably seen three different therapists, four different therapists now. And I mean, I've picked up nice little nuggets here and there. Um, there's one though that I want to share with you. And I've been thinking about this one uh, for the last couple of days because I, 
that's uh, really helpful, and it could be helpful for you right now because of everything that's going on. The book I'll recommend to you is called The Mindfulness and Acceptance Workbook for Anxiety, the second edition. It's by John Forsyth, PhD. This goes into a whole new method that I had never tried before. I know some of you guys have tried cognitive behavioral therapy, which is basically you analyzing your thoughts and being able to break them down. This one is the acceptance and commitment theory, which, which ACT is the acronym of it. Here's actually a, a little audio clip of, of what the theory does. One of the ways ACT aims to help people respond more effectively to difficult emotions is by developing an acceptance stance or willingness to experience these emotions. Rather than trying to control, avoid or push these feelings away, willingness is about learning skills to open up and take those feelings with you as you move towards what's important. So rather than struggling against the quicksand, an alternative approach is to get into full contact with the quicksand and see what other, other ways forward we're left with. So the, the stance really is that these thoughts and emotions, physical sensations, can be really difficult to experience. And I'm willing to have them as I move towards what's important to me. So let me give you an example of how I actually use this. And we'll kind of talk about how we can all use it in the current times. So when I was going through my hell years, which was, <laughs> geez, uh, I would say April of 2017 through, let's just say current time through today. Um, I was having terrible, especially the very beginning of my divorce, terrible anxiety and depression. And so I was going through the summer feeling terrible and the fall feeling terrible. But here's the problem. I had two round trip tickets to go anywhere I wanted to in the country because I was endorsing Alaska Airlines and they gave us two free tickets to go anywhere. And as long as we posted about it on Instagram, then we could go try it out, right? Go use our service. And I really wanted to go to Hawaii, but I wasn't sleeping well. I was super anxious. Uh, I had this ear condition, which we'll talk about later on, where like sound is painful and I was scared to get on an airplane because of it. So here's how I use it and how it really like from that moment on kind of changed my perspective on everything because it is the acceptance and commitment therapy, right? Or theory. So I, my commitment was like, I really want to go to Hawaii, like period, go take my brother, me to Hawaii. Amazing. I, this is really important to me. So how do I work through this? Well, I have to really accept just the way things are like, yeah, I may have anxiety when I go on this trip, I may not be able to sleep well. If I go on this trip, I may, the plane may be super freaking loud and I have to deal with that. Maybe. Um, but am I willing to do all of that to go to Hawaii? And the answer is yes, absolutely. If I'm going to have anxiety here in San Diego or have anxiety, you know, in Hawaii, I'd much rather go to Hawaii. And that's kind of the thing. It's like the acceptance model of you're probably going to always have anxiety. We anxiety people are probably going to always have it, but can we just accept that we have it? And then commit to having a better life because of it. Now, with that said, let's look at this current time, right? So I now am like, okay, well, this is all crazy going on right now. I've got no job and uh, I really need to, <laughs> to get a job. <laughs> so uh, it's making me super anxious. But what can I do, right? Like the, the commitment is I do want to get a job. But what can I do to get to that? Like what's the acceptance like the acceptance is I can't really do anything right now because I, I feel like a real jerk when I, if I like call a job that like I was following up like, Hey, what's going on? What's up that job? You guys still, Oh, Oh, mass, 
mass epidemic. Right, 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 right. Well, just give me a ring. So I've kind of had to accept that like that's just my best thing I can do right now is just stay home. How does it work for you? Same thing, right? You may be super anxious about the job you just lost. Well, what's the one thing you have to accept is that there's not much we can really do about it right now. And the second you accept that, the second you start to get relief from the anxiety, the second you just accept that you have anxiety and not just try to say, I don't want to have this. Anyway, it's a great book. I think you'll love it. It's the the Mindfulness and Acceptance Workbook for Anxiety. And listen, again, I'm, I'm no therapist, so don't take my word for it. Do your own research on this kind of stuff. I'm just the guy that has gone through a lot trying to take care of anxiety and depression. And I really want to help people that have it because I know it can be terrible sometimes. And I, I don't have the answer, but what I do know is in September of 2018, I was sitting in my bathtub Googling ways to kill myself. And I've worked really hard to work on my mental health. And I hope I can share some of that with you as we go through the podcast in a safe way. Okay, I want to play you something because this really just made my day today. So I told you yesterday that somehow this little podcast ended up on like the top 100 charts in the Netherlands. And I'm like, who in the hell is listening from the Netherlands. I I don't know anybody in the Netherlands. I don't know why this podcast, I mean, and like nowhere else in the world was it popping up. But for some reason on the Netherlands chart, it just would show up. Well, I got a message, a DM this morning from a girl named Lisa. And it said, I am listening to your podcast as we speak. Want to know who listens from the Netherlands? It's me. I cannot call the number though. For some reason it won't work. So I don't know. I guess the 888 number doesn't work over there. Um, so I was like, oh my God, this is crazy. So I actually had her record a little introduction for us because don't you want to know who our listeners are in the Netherlands? I know I do. So here is, uh, here is Lisa. Hi, Stephen. I hope you're doing well. My name is Lisa and I am one of your listeners from the Netherlands. I came upon your podcast through Instagram, actually. You, your post about you losing your job came up in my instagram discovery page and i read your message and i felt it was really real and raw and vulnerable so i started following you and then later you mentioned you started a podcast and i'm a bit basket nerd so i decided to listen to it and i'm really enjoying it so far it is real and it is raw and we need some more more realness in the world right now especially during this crisis so i'm very happy with what you're doing and thank you for that take care bye bye and stay safe lisa you're so freaking cool it's just uh it's through instagram like what how did my i don't know i think this whole social media podcasting thing is so good and considering that we're this is the official end of our second week we started last wednesday we're we get netherlands people so i'm gonna actually have a little a little book right here and i am going to write down in it that Lisa is going to be our official ambassador over in the Netherlands. Okay, so Lisa, L-I-Z-A, Netherlands. It's like, keep tabs. So if you're listening somewhere that's like not expected, again, anywhere that's not Georgia, Florida, Arizona, or California, 
then call up. We'll make you the official ambassador. No pressure. <laughs> then if the podcast doesn't do well in your area, it's going to be your fault. No, I, I just think it's cool that like, we're literally starting this little, what I thought was going to be tiny podcast, and now it's starting to get people all over the country, all over the world. So 888-Kramer8, you know the number by now. Okay, you want to talk about Victoria Fuller? Well, then let's talk about it. I want to go back, though, before I read this DM because I had a couple of you guys message me and I started doing some thinking about it. So, you know, I told you yesterday, in case you're, this is the, you haven't caught up with episode number, what was that, nine? This is 10. I, a girl from this last season of The Bachelor, I accused her of catfishing me to try to get attention to try to get on TV, right? And then, you know, she messages me out of nowhere saying like, hey, I got this article sent to me about you saying that I had catfished myself and yada, yada, yada. And we do have a response and I'll read it here in a couple of minutes. So what I did was I just went to Google and I typed in like Victoria Fuller, certified mama's boy, Victoria Fuller. You know, I looked up any recent Victoria Fuller story and there was nothing about, I mean, there's really not much at all in the last couple of weeks. You know, I think probably when everyone's crazy, no one cares about The Bachelor anymore. Things, you know, things went nuts. But there was not one instance of this podcast being mentioned and with her. So it made me wonder one of two things. And maybe you can add some clarity on this. I either think that I'm going to give you my most, my least likely thing is like she just came and seeked this out. I don't think she follows me. Actually, let me check really quick. I don't think she follows me. No, she didn't follow me. So, the, you know, she couldn't have seen it on my Instagram. I don't think that she would have, like, seeked out my podcast. That would be my least likely option, was she somehow seeked out the podcast to, like, listen to it, right? Um, but that only leaves me to one conclusion, is that somebody... Let me get, like, detective music right here. One of y'all is a narc. Mm-hmm. Already a weekend. And we're starting to lose trust here, aren't we? I mean, I don't know who it is. I've got a couple of people that were on The Bachelor that I that follow me on Instagram. Cool Flex, I know. <laughs> no, like we would have them on the show, and then we would just like follow each other and kind of you know just chat back and forth. But I don't think they would go either way to like contact her and say like, "Hey, by the way, this this guy is talking trash about you from two years later." I don't like why why. So is there somebody in our community that's already, you know, snitching? Because snitches get stitches. We all know that. So no snitching, no snitching, no snitching. Okay, before I read you this DM, I realized, and I had a a bunch of people actually send me messages saying, I don't really, I didn't watch this season of The Bachelor. I don't know why Victoria was kind of being hated on in the first place. So what I did is I found a video, and I'll link to this uh, over in the show notes, but you can kind of get like a quick rundown of why Victoria was really didn't have like the best reputation going into this season of the bachelor. Just spend like two minutes with this clip and just, so we're all on the same page. We know that Victoria Fuller is a medical sales representative who also works part-time at a yoga studio. Although Victoria and Peter have been hitting it off, Victoria has a dodgy past that she hasn't been very honest about. In 2017, when Victoria Fuller was 23 years old, she was arrested and charged for driving under the influence. 
While on the show, Victoria won a modeling prize and was rewarded with the opportunity to be featured on the digital cover of Cosmopolitan. However, when it came out that Victoria had modeled clothing with the slogan, White Lives Matter, the editor-in-chief of the magazine refused to publish the cover. Before season 24 of The Bachelor started filming, Reality Steve was bombarded with dozens of emails from women claiming that Victoria was scandalous and could not be trusted. He explained that production knew about Victoria's shady past and had even contacted the women who were throwing shade her way. After Peter went on what he thought was a wonderful date with Victoria, he was surprised by his ex-girlfriend Marissa Pence. Marissa, who is also from Virginia Beach, told him to be careful, stating that he didn't know what he was on a date with. She claimed that she and Victoria used to be friends and that she had a reputation of breaking up relationships and sleeping with the husbands of her closest friends, despite having attended their weddings. Things got even more confusing when Reality Steve reported that there had been a showdown between Victoria and Marissa. TV show's Ace reported that Victoria called Marissa a loser and proceeded to lock herself in a bathroom, which she was soon asked to leave. According to Marissa, Victoria once threatened to slash her tires because she was hanging out with one of her ex-boyfriends. However, Victoria seems to have flipped the switch on Marissa, accusing her of threatening to fight her, which she claims is the reason she hid in the bathroom in the first place. All of this drama blew up in Peter's face and stopped him from meeting Victoria's parents during the hometown episode. Right. So, like, why she's coming at me about this one little comment, I don't, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure. Let's go through this DM and see what we think. Okay, so she did message me back. So, let's go back to the whole message. So, she said someone, this was, yeah, no, this was two days ago now. She said, someone sent me an article of you apparently saying that I was catfishing myself. That's just not true whatsoever. I'd like to clear that up. I've had years of torment from someone slash people, whoever this mystery individual is, and they have been in contact with, and I have been in contact with detectives for many months, ordering warrants and whatnot. If you'd like proof of that, I'd gladly supply it to you. It's insulting and frustrating for you to think that I would want any involvement with this person whatsoever. I came onto your radio show to try to help you clear things up, not to be exploited. Okay. And then, you know, I responded yesterday on the show and I said, hi, there's nothing, uh, there's nothing meant to be exploited. It's, uh, I'm just giving my opinion. I would never want to paint you in a bad light. If it's not true, you're more than welcome to come on the podcast and explain. Just let me know. Okay. So this is what the story picks up for today. She responds back actually pretty quickly within 20 minutes. And she said, well, your opinion is incorrect and I will have to pass on doing the podcast offer. I'm too busy catfishing people. (laughs) Which I think is funny. I, now I don't. I can't. I can't tell her tone. So it was. It either read like this. Which one do you think it was? It was either. Um, I'll have to pass on your podcast offer. I'm too busy catfishing people. Okay, it could be that, or it could be lighthearted. Like, hey, I'll have to pass on the podcast offer. I'm too busy catfishing people. I don't know. I'm probably gonna assume it's the angry one. And then she says, "Stay safe and hope you have a great day." Okay, so at this point, I'm starting to have like a little bit of empathy because if you didn't watch the season of The Bachelor, this poor girl, I I mean, did she deserve it? Did she not? I don't know. I just can't imagine. Like, put yourself in her shoes for one second that you are all over national TV and whether you're a good person or not, the whole world wants to chime in and have their opinion on your life. Like you can't go anywhere. You can't do anything. Everything on social media is like bashing you. Everything on TV is bashing you. And, that, and I will say that's the weird thing to me. That like out of everything that was said that she felt the need to like come after this and clear this up. 
So I, you know, I started to feel kind of bad because she is, okay, at the end of the day, let's just say this. She is a human being, right? Like if she's conflicted, if she's not, you know, if she's a good person, if she's not, I don't know. I can't, I don't know her. I can't tell you that. But she's still a human being with emotions and, you know, traumas and pains like we've all been through, right? Um, so I, here's my response and tell me if I went too easy on her. So I just, I did two laugh, laugh, cry emojis, ha 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 ha, uh, and said, I'm sorry that made me laugh. Yes, <laughs> it did. It did when she said, I'm too busy for catfishing people. Uh, I said, I'll make sure to clear it up on the podcast. In all honesty, I can't imagine what it's like to be on national TV as the villain. I'm sure it wasn't easy for you. So I have a lot of sympathy for your situation. Hope you're happy and healthy. Stay safe yourself. Heart emoji. And then she she did not respond. The message was seen as she did not respond. I, you know, I mean, she could have been a nice person and come back and like said, okay, cool. But she did. It's fine. Listen, it's fine. Uh, everything's fine with everything right now. Um, like when you hear the whole saga and you think about it, do you feel bad for her? Do you feel bad that I came on here and said those kind of things? Or are you just like, no, because here's the thing, I guess because I've had so many years in radio and I've put my life out there so many times and I've been called so many names, it really doesn't, well, I would say I'm 80% shielded from, from it. Like I, very few things that are said to me because I've been, I've kind of been the quote unquote villain on a radio show for so long that I just am kind of immune to it. There's only a couple of times that I really remember getting upset over something that was said about me. And I can remember one was back when I first started my radio career and a guy had mentioned something on Facebook, but he like brought my wife into it. And that's when I got really upset. And then the only other time I remember getting like super upset over something was when it actually happened here in San Diego. And a woman made a comment. Uh, I wish I could find this message, but it was something along the lines of like, that's why you're, that's why your wife cheated on you and left you or something. Uh, it was something like really just nasty. And that's like when it really bothers me. Like, I don't care if people say, I don't like your opinion on that. Or I don't think, you know, you, you could have said that differently or whatever. That's fine. It's just when people are that personal and come after me like that, that's when it gets like super hard. So that's why I have like a little bit of sympathy for the situation. Like I, I get it. It's not easy to be like the, the most hated person <laughs> on a show. That was basically my whole job here in San Diego. Okay, so a moment of honesty is I have recorded this show twice now. Yeah. It's a great reminder for everyone to like save your work as you go because it's now 9.30 at night. It's my second time doing this show. But it's how much I love you. It honestly is. I didn't want to go today's show without, you know, today without having a, a new episode. I promised you I was going to do, you know, a whole month of a show every single day for you. So I am burning the midnight oil tonight, putting this thing back together for you. I do appreciate you sitting here listening to it. I'm not going to do the Corona good news today because it takes a while to like get everything pulled back up. So I'm just going to slide that one out. We'll bring it back on Monday. A few housekeeping things though before we get to our made me laugh. So. Number one, I was thinking about the Corona good news thing. And what I'd love to start doing next week is to spread your positivity. Like what's going on in your life that's positive right now? Because I think we all, would all love to hear it. 
And I don't know what that is going to be. Like, I don't know if maybe somebody's getting engaged or somebody got a promotion. Like, for example, my sister just got a promotion at work. I said it's a tiny promotion, but she got a promotion, which is which is really cool for her. Um, so I don't know, like, what's good in your life, but call me, 888-Kramer8, because your positivity is seriously viral and will feel fantastic for us all to listen to. Um, number two is I we're going to bring back uh, Mom's Movie Review, you know, a magic mic for Monday. And then uh, we're going to start our Monday Cheese May. And if you haven't been here for that, what that's about is that I did a segment in San Diego called Kramer's Cheese May. And cheese man in Spanish means like gossip. And so I come on with some kind of gossip or something I had heard. And I'm going to use Monday cheese may because I can't use the word Kramer's cheese may. Uh, I'm going to use it to tell you stories that I've never been able to tell you before because I've been on the radio station or it hasn't been time. And I know a lot of you guys have been asking me to uh, or what happened with DJ Riz, who was a guy on my show here in San Diego, because I I disappeared mysteriously and then he disappeared mysteriously. And I know the answer but what I don't want to turn this segment is, into is like telling other people's business. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to invite Sirius to come on the show for Monday. And he, I know he has a new podcast out so he can promote his podcast and kind of talk about why he left. And I know a lot of you guys are wondering that. Okay, last thing, and then we'll get to made me laugh, is I was um, uh, thinking about possibly doing a really quick Sunday segment. And... That would just be like a, a Sunday five minute, like get you pumped up for the week with my mom. Really focus it on her. I don't know if it'd be like a some kind of message or maybe uh, a couple people have said, why don't you add a meditation into it? I thought it'd be kind of cool to do like a, like a Sunday meditation, just really quick, just to like center you for the week. I don't know. Uh, so hit me up. Let me know. A lot of ways to get in touch. 888-Kramer8. Let me know that way on the phone. Uh, you can DM me direct message me in Instagram, which is that guy Kramer, Kramer with a K, that guy Kramer. Or you can always go on to um, Facebook. And Facebook, I'm Steve Kramer, K-R-A-M-E-R, okay? So made me laugh. I leave every show like this. I find something on the internet that just makes me laugh. And this one today is super cute. So it's this little five-year-old girl, and she is just so fed up with a quarantine, kind of like all of us. I don't know how much days I'm in the house. 15, 16, 17 nights? I don't even know where I've been. This is, like, I don't even know what kind of, like, number it is when I've been in my house. Like, I want to go see my friends. My friends. My friends. I feel you. I'm ready just to see, like, anybody. Uh, that's fine. Another day down, people. Another day down. Uh, thank you so much. It's the end of our second week. Awesome. Awesome. Thank you for being a part of this little podcast family. I hope that you'll go post about it. Like, if you could screenshot this and post it on your Instagram and tag me, I'll be happy to repost it and give give some love to you that way, too. And, you know, I end the show with phone calls. Anyone that's called in, I really appreciate it. I hope that you will continue to call. And if you haven't called yet, maybe you can call about this week because I feel like the phone calls really make this different than a lot of podcasts. Like a lot of podcasts don't have callers on. And when we do, and it kind of brings it to life, it's just me. But you guys are like exciting and got good stories. So 888 Kramer 8. I'd love to hear from you this weekend. And we're back Monday. Have a fantastic weekend. Hi, my name is Macy. I'm calling from San Diego. And here's how my quarantine's going. So my mom, 
she's like cleaning a lot. Like she's bleaching things. I've, I haven't seen her clean in like six years. Also, she's making organized things that has no like use at all. Like she made me color code the drinks in her fridge. Like what's that gonna be used for? That's pretty much how my quarantine is. Hey, this is Daryl from San Diego. I uh, just wanted to leave a short message and uh, show my support for your podcast. You're venturing out on your own. It's going to be scary. Uh, but I think, you know, as soon as you accept it and you just kind of continue doing what you're doing, I think you're going to be good. Your, your uh, vulnerability and uh, just the beautiful heart you have is why everybody paying attention, man. So just keep doing it and uh, I think you'll be all right. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends.